Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Kenny Batts just put out his list of the uh, top 10 uh, WFAN hosts from cleanest to dirtiest. Oh. In regards to their on-air personality, so you're not di- in real life. So you're the dirtiest. I am not. So the cleanest to dirtiest, cleanest number one, Tiki Barber. I believe that. I think that's accurate. Number two, Keith McPherson. I agree with that so far. Number three, Salvatore Licata. He's pretty clean. Number four, uh, Biden's buddy. Biden's I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> uh, Boomer. My really? Bad. Yeah, Boomer. Oh, but Boomer's very dirty. I'm surprised so by that. Filthy. Uh, number five, Al Dukes. Have you heard the the, the, the warm-up show? I'm just putting it out there. Uh, number six, Brandon Tierney. Now we're getting to the dirty people. How is Boomer cleaner, cleaner than Brandon than BT. Tierney? BT's very clean. I yeah. think he's very clean, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting nervous now. All right. Number nervous. seven. So this, uh, I'll reverse it. Rap. This is the fourth dirtiest. It's, come on. Can I be me now? Because I'm not that dirty. Jerry Recco. Jerry Recco. Have you heard some of the things he says? The... Third dirtiest. Oh, crap. Craig Carton. Oh, come on. Are you kidding? I'm not. Kenny Bats, what are you doing? So now it's down to me and G. The second dirtiest. Please be me. Or the ninth cleanest. You can go either way you want. I'll just take this now. Just say me. The second dirtiest host, according to one uh, listener, is is, uh, Greg Giannotti. Are you freaking kidding? And the dirtiest listener. The dirtiest? Dirtiest host, pardon me. I'm the dirtiest. (coughs) The dirtiest host on the radio station is Evan Roberts. Come on now. So there you go. Does, does he mean like dirty as in I don't take a lot of showers or something? No, dirty. Cleanest. What have I oh, said? That's, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what he means. And maybe he means that. No, because he says no clue about real life. So it means on the air you present yourself, you're uh, you're dirty. You're like a, you know, a dirt. You're dirty. Now, Kenny, where was I on yeah. this list before I was partnered with Craig? Oh, very oh, good question. I bet you I was the cleanest. Yeah. So you know yes, what that means? Please fill me up. Take me. Take this gas. And I do, because it's just sitting there, man. I mean, to be fair, there Ow. there is evidence that would support his voting for you as dirty. Should I do something with my nipples? I don't know. I mean, just saying. The size so like of sloppy. the whole matter. Yeah, but <laughs> Jeez. I <laughs> slid right in, baby. I don't like this evidence you're presenting. I'm going to suck on it, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got me. Give me that sausage. I mean, he does have a point. My junk matters, bro. You're... In your face? I mean, there is now a, a full resume. 
Is Ugh. there not? Ugh. It sounds like it. Yeah, I think so. I'm getting moist. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Winning mm-hmm. the World Series isn't really a reasonable goal for a baseball right, team. Do not filthy. blame me for that. <laughs> filthy, filthy, filthy. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. Suck up dick. I mean, you are so You fondled special. my ball for like three minutes straight. There you go. I don't know what else to tell you, buddy. I apologize. Is it called pig anus? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll just should I do a victory speech? I want to thank everybody that led yeah. me to this point. I want don't to blame thank me, Tommy Lugauer. I, I think my wife said she wants to eat my head. I want yeah. to thank my wife. You suck. I want to thank Spike Eskin. I want to thank Craig. And to get to this point, let me yeah. give you three pieces of advice on how to get here. I love it. Advice number one. Listen to Craig. He's a smart guy. Advice number two, just be yourself. And advice number three, keep Will Smith's wife's name out your beep mouth. Yeah, Eddie Murphy last night at the Golden Globes gave a very boring acceptance speech for like a Lifetime Achievement Award type of thing. I think it was the Cecil B. DeMille Award. And then at the end, he did whatever he just said. He goes, (laughs) I got three ways for you youngsters coming up to guarantee success. One, pay your taxes. Two, do this. And three, keep Will Smith's <laughs> name out your mother. <laughs> that was very good last night. Very, very good. I was I, crying. Right? I Honestly, I laughed so hard that I kind of got like muscle spasms really? in my back. I was really? hysterical. Were yeah. you guys, yeah, you want some nuts? Were, no, you guys, could, you know. were you guys watching the award show? No, I saw it. So I this happened was to all... be, yes. Oh, you were? I was. See, Matt, here's why I asked, Greg. You probably saw a clip that said, hey, you got to see this thing. He's watching the award show innocently like, oh, this is boring. I expect Murphy to make me laugh. And then out of nowhere, with no, like, prior knowledge, no heads up. That's true. That's true. So that's different. Yeah, I saw it as it was being bantied about. You got to see Eddie Murphy's acceptance speech. Yeah, I think the the Ranger game just ended, and then my wife asked to put it on. So we watched it for a little bit. Good Ranger win. They won. Good husband right there. Good wife right there. You watch the hockey when the hockey's done. We watch what I want to watch. There you go. Of course, you have multiple TVs. You could have gone to separate rooms, but you chose well, not to. I, I, I like have that. three TVs in the one room. So. Yeah, you guys with these multiple TVs in a room. Why are you shaking your head too, chimney boy? Because <laughs> I'm just thinking about uh, the TVs that you were promised that you haven't gotten yet. Thank you. That's, That's right. literally what I was thinking about. I was promised uh, TVs from a certain uh, fellow uh, host here on the fan. A host that apparently is really clean. Yeah, but he was uh, he's probably just one of them, you know. It just made him sound, you know, sound like a big guy. Like he's got TVs laying around his house. Oh, you know, he's going to send to me uh, out of the kindness of his heart. And that was six months ago, and I still don't have a TV. I mean, I have a TV, 32 incher, solid. They can stick it wherever they want to stick it. I mean, Evan, you are dirty. Dude. You got to stop. I mean, it comes to a point where I can't have my name affiliated with you. I can't believe Kenny Bats ranked me number one. You keep going down. You keep going down this I mean, uh, this you put road. me ahead of G and yeah. Craig and Jerry of all people. Thank you for enjoying yeah, yeah, my nuts. Uh, then this other guy on Twitter goes, right, the egg price opening was compelling. Uh, the dirtiest fan host, Ufa, um, not good. So there you go. No, I sorry. Agree. So sorry, Tony. Uh, keep listening, as you know you will. Brian's in Brooklyn on the fan. Brian, what's going on, kiddo? Hi, Brian. Sorry, guys. No worries. It's all good. We've so, got nothing else to do. Wanted to make a couple points about the Giants. Number one, this Kenny Galladay stuff has to stop. The guy is athletically not there anymore. He's not the same guy. He had surgery in the offseason. He's slow. 
His catch rate's like 30% this year. I'm happy for the guy. Well, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I just question you about one thing? When you talk about his cat, catch rate, he's been throwing the football like a dozen times. No, this no, 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 no. I, again, it's kind of irrelevant because he hasn't played enough snaps. Yeah. The reason he hasn't played enough snaps is because he's not getting separation, and even when he does, he can't get No, I agree, but he did make, you have to admit. I know he was targeted a bunch of oh, times. Oh, the catch was, was incredible. Catch, yeah. Incredible. I'm happy for the guy. He's going to go out in a good light in a Giants uniform. You know, great. But I just think expecting stuff from him in the playoffs. Well, no, no. I'll start with I'll start with this. Is he on the field for more than five snaps on Sunday, which he hasn't done other than last week, basically in half a year? I I personally don't think so because okay. they've shown the whole season that they don't trust them by his snap count. So why would you trust him in a playoff game if you haven't trusted him all season? Based uh, on listen, uh, fair question. Just to play, solely to play devil's advocate, he at least career wise uh, has moments where no one else on the roster has. The guy no, was I, a legitimate stud prior to coming here. Totally agree. I just think if you look at the tape and you look at the guy himself, he's yeah. not the guy that he was. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm, so, that's why I said devil's advocate. Like, I, you're right. If they don't trust him, you know, in the game that you had to have, the Colt game, as opposed to the game that meant nothing to you, the Eagle game, right? You kind of you kind of announce to the world who the guy is. The only thing that helps him is that they don't have a lot of wide receivers. I yes, mean, yes, I Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins have had surprisingly good years, but they just don't I have think, a deep room right now. I just think Hodgins is what Galladay was supposed to be. So it's like you're, you're going to put two Galladays on the field if right. you have him and Hodgins on the field. He does so have that think, size, six four. Yeah, right. I just think Hodgins has the edge, just athletically, and, on and him he catches now. the ball when he throws him. To be fair, right. He laid out for one a couple weeks ago that was incredible. But yeah, I did want to say one player I would look out for next week that a lot of Giants fans don't know about and aren't yep. talking about. Yep. We picked up a linebacker named Gerard Davis, who was a first-round pick from the Lions. Right. And he looks infinitely better than any linebacker on our roster. <laughs> so I am hoping if somebody gets snaps next week and it's not Kenny Galladay, then well, it they, is Gerard Davis. They also picked up James Washington, the former Steeler wide receiver, Cowboy wide receiver, all, and he's on the practice squad, so I'm not sure he's actually going to be active. We'll see this weekend. But hey, that's one thing Joe Shane's done a pretty nice good job run. at all season long. You know, there's only so much you could do in your first offseason, but he's actually made good acquisitions in the midst of this year. Like, look at Isaiah Hodgins picking him up off the scrap heap. Yeah, right and now they've gotten under the cap. they got like 50 million bucks under the cap. How many guys on the Giants, and I don't know the answer to this. This is not some rhetorical question I have the answer to. I was just thinking about it. How many guys on the Giants have ever played in a playoff game? Like, literally. How many guys? Leonard Williams I, I has don't know never played in a playoff game. And he's know. been in the NFL for a long time. We mentioned Galladay has never played in a playoff game. The list is very short. I mean, Sterling Shepard has, but he's not playing on Sunday. Right. I bet you Dory Jack, Dory Jackson has. There's one. Okay. There's one guy with Tennessee. Who the hell else? Yeah, but I think that's what Brian Dable's point was yesterday, which we didn't really get to here because it, it, it didn't seem to make sense to get to it. And that is having playoff experience versus a team that doesn't have playoff experience doesn't equate to you know winning games. I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, no, I, and I, 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 that's why he made that point. That just because you've guys here haven't played doesn't matter. They're I, professionals, and I'm telling you, and you've been to games too. We've all been we've all been blessed to have gone to a playoff game at some point in our lifetime. Once the game starts, and I think players speak to this more than we ever could. They're playing football. Oh no, I agree. And Tiki said that earlier today. And as a guy who's played in many regular season and playoff games, he said it's the same. And I'm not 
bringing it up as if it's a bad thing. It's more, just to me, it's an interesting thing. Like, they don't have yeah. a lot of guys, whether it's being here or being elsewhere or being young, that have ever experienced the playoffs. So, so Dory Jackson's won. They, it's not a long list, put it that way. So they must have uh, the least amount of playoff experience of any team in the playoffs. I would think Does so. Does that make sense? Player-wise. Player, of course. They have yes, a handful of guys. Lugie just brought one up in my ear. Jonathan Feliciano, the center with Buffalo, has okay. it. Oh, you're um, cheating. That's all you're doing. Are you looking it up? Oh, that's a clear lookup. Of course. Well, he, I mean, maybe not. No, no. I don't mind you doing no, it, but I, I got the like roster. that's not a clear lookup. No, I got the roster. I want to make sure we're not missing anybody glaring. Yeah. So. I don't, how could we be missing anyone glaring? Right. I don't have anybody. Oh, I got someone oh, glaring. Oh, he's got somebody. See, we did miss someone. I got someone glaring. Go. Graham Gano. He's a kicker. The game could come down to a game-winning kick. I hope it does. Of course. Yeah. And why do you hope it does? For, for Gano, that is. For Gano, yes. Not for the other guy who nailed a 61-yarder. No, but I still think there's something uh, in the water in Minnesota where you tell them it's the postseason, you tell them they need a kick to win, they're going to miss it. Who is I the, swear to you, who if is the Vikings the guy? lined up... For a 45-yard kick to win, if they're going to miss it. Who was the guy who missed the short kick in Minnesota? Blair Walsh? Blair Walsh. Is that Walsh. his name? Yeah, I think it How was long a... was that kick? Like okay, 32, I want to say, yeah, oh, say 37. It was, or something. it was under 40. For and it was sure. when they were playing outside at the college stadium. Yeah, it was like two degrees outside, yeah. maybe, if that. I felt bad for that guy that day. Blair Walsh. How long missed, was the kick? I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on one That second. one sticks in my head. Uh, how long was Blair Walsh? Miss, it was, oh, Jesus Christmas. How bad was it? It was like 27. 27. 27 I knew he it. missed Rainy. a 27-yard field goal yeah, I mean, I, with 26 seconds remaining, and they lost 10 to 9. To Seattle, that's yeah. That's an extra point now. By the way, where's that guy now? Out of the league? Is he, I mean, clearly out of the league, but where is he now? Yeah. You think right? it's like ruined his life yeah, or something? I don't know. Well, he's not no longer making a million dollars yeah. a year playing he's football. His, he's at his parents' house baking cookies. I bet she's writing yeah. laces in all over the wall. Yeah, but if you because if you look, the the laces were in on the hold. Dan Marino should die in Galleria. <laughs> By the way, you're right. The laces were in. He's very right but about that. But if you're a Minnesota Viking fan, don't you? I mean, you remember Blair, Blair Walsh? Don't get me wrong, but Gary Anderson is that's that's the one. That's the way yeah. against NFC Atlanta in the championship. championship. You go to the Super Bowl, like, if he kicks that and they win, I'm not sure where the hell they're going. Yeah, but they dude, a 27-yarder, and everyone thought, rightfully so, the Vikings were primed. Primed to what? To, to go to the Super Bowl? To make a run, I yeah. mean, they were playing outdoors, which you always know is a key. There you go. <laughs> As we've said. Where is he now? Well, he's not playing football. I can I'm tell you looking that right him up now. right now. Blair. Oh, all right. So in 2019, he signed with the Falcons. Um, 2019. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He was still kicking yep. around. Pardon the pun. He was still kicking around. So for he's a while. been bouncing around the league, just not <laughs> getting the opportunity to kick. All right, 2021 is the most recent uh, update uh, NFL wise. 2021, the Saints signed him to the practice squad, uh, if because they were afraid that Will Lutz was not going to be able to come back. He got released in January, re-signed. And he's been gone since 21. Where is Blair Walsh now? After the game, he said, it's my fault. I'm yeah. the only one who didn't do my job here. Meanwhile, the Viking offense scored, you know, freaking nine points. So, Well, he may have had all three kicks. Yeah. Right? Probably. Maybe they didn't score a touchdown in that game. By the way, he holds the following NFL records. Most field goals in a, of 50 or more in a season. Most field goals of 50 or more in a season without missing. Most field goals of 50 or more in a game. <laughs> Most consecutive field goals of 50 or more. Highest field goal percentage by a rookie. Most field goals by a rookie in a season. 
He was the 2012 AP All-Pro First Team. He was the All-NFC North Kicker of the Year. And he has about a dozen or so Viking franchise records. <laughs> now, the question is, he's, he had, and by the way, he had a six-year career between Minnesota and Seattle. Where is Blair Walsh today? XFL. No, yeah? No, I, I, no, I, no, I don't know the answer. You don't I know the answer? No, no, I don't know the answer. I, if I knew it, I would probably not tell you. And just Where say, is, now, by the way, he went to Georgia, too. I wonder if he was there celebrating George's big win. No, they probably don't want to even look at him. Do you think he's alive still? Yes, I think he's alive. He's a young guy. That's a fair question. You know, a big miss like that could send the guy off the edge. Dan Marino with the laces out. Again, got a he's probably in his early 30s, man. Um, where is he today? That's See, I would love to do a TV show. Where is he today? Where are they now? How do you think he talks about Because I know Scott Norwood has done interviews. I think he's like an insurance salesman in Florida or something like that, or in real estate or something. Yeah, but luckily for Blair, he's not yeah. Scott Norwood. I mean, it's just it's a different level. I think it's of, worse. No, I don't think it is. Because of the shorter field goal? Pete, Scott Norwood. It's the game, though. It's not a 40, the, what, six-yard yeah, field Craig, goal that's the, by a foot. Craig, Craig, Craig. I agree with you in terms of the, the difficulty of the kick. Like, yes. not disagreeing. The, one is a wild card game. One is the Super Bowl. There's yeah, a I know, but a 27 yard miss is worse than a 46 yeah, yard miss. Yeah, but the Super Bowl is different yes. than the wild card game. You know that. It's I'm aware, different, but it's a different animal altogether. It's why Gary Anderson is worse than Blair Walsh because it was a kick in a season in which he didn't make miss any, and it was to go to the Super Bowl. Where is Blair Walsh today? No one's got the answer. I mean, what's the internet I for? Assume, People can't give me the answer to this I, question. I assume he's still trying to kick. Well, he kicked in 21. Yeah, like it's not that right. far removed from that. I mean, he's on a practice squad, but he was still trying to kick. How you much know, money do you think he made? Uh, not not that much. Brian, he made five million bucks. You think that? Brian Dable should invite him on the sideline and then bring him out for the coin toss just to troll? Well, a the bit? coin toss is in Minnesota, so they're probably not going to allow that. Yeah, exactly. That's, my, that's yeah. the whole point of me yeah. saying that. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, Why else would I say? Wow. I just found out how much this guy made. How much? He he ain't upset anymore, man. Maybe he is. I don't know. He only played how many years in the NFL? Five years? Six uh, years? Six years, yeah. Six years in the NFL as a kicker. 20 million bucks? Uh, Blair Walsh's career. How much? 20 million? He's a kicker. Less than that? You're crazy. 12 Sometimes million? Sometimes you get a little crazy for yourself. 7 million? Uh, Jason Myers is making a lot of money. Career earnings, Blair Walsh made, it says here, $8.3 million. So if he saved it, he'll be okay. Well... I mean, that'd be tough, right? $8 million? He invested the right way? Well, Buy some million WWE bucks. stock? Half be of it fun. goes to taxes, Boomer, so that's $4 million, right. Plus the money that goes to your uh, your agent, which is about a million, so knock it down to $3 million. Uh, you'd have to have been really, really smart and only lived off endorsements or appearance money to not have to work. Doesn't it remind you, To be you, though, fair, like, the guy's probably got to work. Doesn't it remind you, though, that this franchise, the Vikings, who I don't have and you don't have any ill will or like to, no, they're just an irrelevant franchise. I'm ambivalent towards the Vikings. Completely ambivalent. Yep. They have had so many freaking brutal losses. You uh, have a loss on a kick at home of 27 yards. You got the kicker that was perfect kicking you out of winning a, the NFC Championship. You've got the Minneapolis Miracle. And I remember saying this at the time. This means nothing if you don't win the following week. <clears throat> means nothing. Right. And guess what happened? They lost the following week. Right. Like, they are just littered with these horrific losses in their history. Now, I don't know if that makes you feel good as a Giant fan. Like, oh, okay, they're going to have another one. They just may not have it this week. They may have it next week. We know they're not getting a Super Bowl. Like, that's obvious. That's written in the freaking stars. Yeah. But they've had so many of these, Craig. 
They've had some uh, some tough some tough pills to swallow for sure. Yeah, I don't feel bad for them. No, I mean I haven't fun. made the playoffs in twelve years. I don't feel bad. No, for I them. don't feel bad for anybody. No, I don't. Like, but I who have, cares about I, Minnesota? What, I, have a, I, have a, uh, I have a sixth grader in my home. Okay, he was born on the day the Jets played the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I'm trying to remember a great moments since then. Hmm. For whom? For the Jets. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> So I don't feel bad that the Minnesota Vikings have gotten some bad beats. But is it why? I don't know if you feel this yeah. way, Craig. Does that lead you to not want to see these tortured franchises from winning because it reminds you that? Well, torture- let me say this. Yeah, a lot of people felt really good that the Chicago Cubs finally won a World Series. I didn't. I was miserable. Well, because right, you're a Mets fan, and, yeah. and all the Mets have won, not in your lifetime. Right. So you have read about seen the videos and know about it. You can speak to it, but you never experienced it. You know, the emotion, the heart-pounding emotion of winning a championship. So why would you be happy that the Cubs got one? I wasn't. I wasn't happy when Cleveland got one. I wasn't happy. I was jealous. Oh, that's my point. No, I, I, Craig, yes. I agree with you. Yeah. Simpatico. Well, I don't feel, ooh, the Hello. Vikings have had bad beats. So what? Suck it. Yeah. What I mean to tell you? I feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for you. Sorry, not sorry. I agree. There you go. That's why life is easier when a team that we're used to seeing win just wins again. It's like, oh, okay, they won again. Wait, which is it, why sports needs villains. Also, yeah, but like as much as I root for my team and love my team, without villains, which are teams that win a lot more than we win, sports wouldn't be as fun. So may I, may I ask you a question? Of course. Who's the biggest villain in the NFL right now? Today? Yeah. Because I don't think the Chiefs are yet. They are there all the time. Like they but are. I tell you why they're not villains. Is it's just my opinion. Enough? Well, no. Well, maybe that's part of it. They've been to two. They won the one. They're right? also they've they, like Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. Well, but they keep that in mind, which is absurd. This I think there's two reasons. Andy Reid is extraordinarily likable. People don't dislike Andy Reid. He's not douchey. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes is too. But does that eventually? Now that might change when he's 34 years old. I don't know. Well, that's my question. Like, at what point does that end? Because Kansas yeah. City, they're not a dynasty. They've only won once. I agree. But they're there every year. At what yep. point do we turn on them and get sick of them? Like, the, to answer my own question, yeah. I think the biggest villain is probably still Brady in the box, even though they're a mediocre team. And, and you know who else? The Cowboys. Because America... No, they're not. America doesn't like they the Cowboys. They one playoff... I mean, what, what's irrelevant? I mean, I, Craig, Dak Prescott's won one playoff Craig, game. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying that a lot of people don't like them. Well, they're the okay. villain. I don't think they're the villain, but there are people that hate them. Do you think more that's people, possible? Yeah. Do more people hate the Dallas Cowboys or do more people hate the Kansas City Chiefs? Dallas Cowboys. Do more people hate the Dallas Cowboys or do more people nationally hate the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, that's a tough one. No, I think it's the Cowboys. Yeah, but Philly's got that reputation. People just, you know, dump on them. Yeah, but we they do it without even knowing about it. I'm not sure. I've never been there. I'd still probably <laughs> say Cowboys because don't forget. You know, the Cowboys promoted and marketing that NFL films nonsense of being America's team. Right, so it doesn't right, they matter. They adopted it. They love it. So to your point, like, oh, the Cowboys haven't won. You're right. No you one's know, they, arguing I'll that, but it this. doesn't matter. The Dallas Cowboys, to me, are the Derek Jeter of the NFL. They're the most loved and hated at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are. Without the Jeter success, obviously. But, yeah. Did you see the Derek Jeter stuff? Uh, depends what you're talking about. He's inducted into the, what was it, the Esquire Fashion Hall of Fame. Oh, I did not say that, but I saw him in the new Subway commercial. Like he eats at Subway. Boy, he's just all over the place now. Like, of all the endorsers, who do you think is more most likely to have eaten at Subway most recently? I want to say this. I love Subway. Yeah, me too. And that's as a New Yorker who appreciates a really good sub. In a pinch, Subway's solid. 
Say what you want about me. I go to fight Ecos every week, so suck it, all right? I don't know if you know this, but I have okay. a Subway Black card. So anyhow, go ahead, okay, though. You wish you had a no, Subway I, Black card. No, I literally do. You wish you did. I do. That being said, Actually do. of all the endorsers, mm -hmm. who do you think has most recently eaten at a Subway? Eli Manning. No shot. <laughs> I actually, no I have what I think is the obvious answer. Charles Barkley? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I can see Barkley in, uh, like, Vegas on a late night. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, starving. Yeah, yeah. Let me get a Subway He BMT. probably does have a black card. <laughs> yeah, he probably does, does yeah. right? There you go. They have so, so many guys. It's amazing. You listen to this. Sonny was down at school in Miami, and he loves Subway, right? So uh, he has, like, a, you know, every time you go, you're in points. You're going to get a free sub, one of those things, right? So he goes in, and there's a, a somewhat attractive woman in there, around his age, though. And uh, he's trying to use his card, and the card won't work. And the guy's like, yeah, the machine's broken. Sorry, you got to pay for the sandwich. He goes, no, I earned a sandwich. And the girl next to him goes, I have a billion points, and I hate having to pay. What do you mean the machine doesn't work? Look at her. So Sonny goes, and Sonny goes there enough, like he's got enough points. He goes, pardon me? She goes, I have a billion points. Use my card. I've earned the sandwiches. Uh, bah, 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 bah. He goes, how'd you accumulate a billion points? My dad's the founder of Subway, wow. and I hate paying for it. Wow. So I'm like, tell me you got her yeah, number, Yeah, did they dude. go out that night or something? He's like, I didn't get her number. What? I didn't get her number. Did he even ask? No like, game. Hey, we call he, him No Game Harry. He had a sandwich heiress in his hands, and he, he didn't get a number? That's yes. A, he not only had a sandwich heiress, the sandwich heiress was basically giving him food and begging him. Oh, no, no, him. she was trying to get her own sub. Yeah, but she was getting him a sub. No, no, no. He was getting a sub. She was getting a oh, sub. When it was her turn, she flipped out too. She, they you. both tried the car. I it thought didn't work. she was buying him a sandwich. Yeah, I didn't know that. yeah. I thought she was saying, "I have a billion. Take mine. Yeah. I know no, what it's like no, to no. not have to His buy." His car it. didn't work, so okay. they're like, "We'll try your card. Maybe your car will work." Her card didn't work, and she's like, "Oh, I hate having to pay my she's dad." Very, found it she's very selfish. Now I don't like her that right? much. Right? Like, she should have bought your son a sandwich. She's selfish as an heiress. What do you expect? And then <laughs> your son should have said, let me buy you a drink or coffee, no, whatever no, the kids listen, are up to. He foodbarred yeah. the entire Just, thing. Yeah. Definitely. I'm with you on that. Come on, let's go to Jersey Mike's. Yo, hey, you're on the radio. <laughs> is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, I was just telling Evan how you're, you're a loser. Well, I didn't say, no, I <laughs> Evan said that, not me. Um, I told Evan how you dropped the ball uh, when you had a chance to go on a date with the uh, daughter of the founder of Subway. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> yeah, what about it? I thought we moved on from that. Dad. She, and what did she say? I've I got a billion points. That. My dad found it some way. I hate paying for the sandwich or something like that. So, uh, I went into Subway on campus and I was in line and I have a gift card from high school. That's like just not a gift card, like the points card you yeah. accumulate over time. And there was a girl in front of me in line, and it was her turn to pay because she was standing right like one spot in front of me, so I was right behind her. And she asked the guy at the cashier, she's like, "Hey, do you guys still not take rewards cards?" And he's like, yeah, I don't take them. So I turned to her because I knew I had the points. And I was like, it's so annoying. I have a 1,000 points and I can't use them here. And she goes, oh, yeah, I have like a billion points. My dad owns Subway. And I was, and I was like, I was like, you're like, I hate paying for Subway. It's my least favorite thing to do. So funny. There you go. And, of course, you got her and number one on a date with her, right? Uh, No. It, did you ask her who's better, Steph or KD? Did you go that route? Oh, you see the no, worst. That's not my first question, Evan. No. <laughs> your first question, but it's not mine. I, well, we <laughs> encouraged him, as Big Mac said, to uh, tell her that he would take her on a date to Jersey Mike's, but he didn't do that. <laughs> so, all good. Or, all right. Yeah, uh, pub stuff. Are you going to the Sixers game, or did you go last night? Last night against the Pistons. They won by 70. 
Yeah, that must have been a lot of fun for you. And Joel Embiid got pulled after barely yeah. playing. By the way, uh, how much time was left on the clock when you and your grandfather left? There's about uh, two minutes left, I'd say. Two minutes, my ass. How much time was on the clock when you guys left the seats? Like 3.15. <laughs> how much time was left when you guys got up? Like 10 minutes. At like 2.30, 3.15, right around that area. Got it. All right. Right when we knew the 40-point lead was safe, which for the Sixers is not not a lot of time. All right. And I know you're upset. Steph had 24, but the Golden State Warriors lost Aww. in his return. To Aww. a beat-up Suns team. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. We're not. It's all good. <laughs> no I love you. I'll talk to you later, okay? Love you. All right. There you go. So they're confirming the story. Not good. You know, you can lead the horse to water, Evan. That's all you can do. And then you got to let it drink on its own, right? He didn't want to drink. I was like, just tell me she was ugly or something. I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to be rude or anything. <laughs> she had a mole. 877-337-6666. So I cannot find a single story that says where Blair Walsh is today. I'm assuming he's probably like a high school coach. Maybe he's got a gym or something like that. I don't know if he was trying a year ago. He's probably still trying. You don't give up that dream. Plus, he's not that old. Yeah, and, well, let me see. I got him on Twitter And here. teams go through kickers a lot. Like, you're always looking for a kicker. And they go bad quick. Kickers are like milk. Yeah. They're sour after a certain amount of time. Uh, all right, so he did treat when Georgia won uh, the title. So he's uh, he's tweeting. Do you so he's alive? That's did, good. W did you check his mentions? Like, do people still harass him for that kick? And then, uh, no, I didn't check that. But he's doing something with Matt Stover, the legendary Cleveland Brown kicker, right? Right before they moved to Baltimore. I think he went with them too, right? Kicked for the Ravens as well, right? Um, so maybe they're doing like a kicker podcast or something like that. A kicker podcast. Yeah, a kicker podcast. They, he's not very active on Twitter. Only a couple of tweets in the last year. So you don't but think he's he gets, alive, so that's good. So you don't think he gets like harassed from people about it? They've got to move on. No, you down. know why? Because here's the thing. When you're 5'9", a buck 60, uh, unless you're in Georgia where he went to school, obviously, or in Minnesota where he's now infamous, not famous, how many people are going to see you walking down the street going, that guy must have played in the NFL? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he you should, blend in. You know what he should do? You should produce this because you're oh, smart right. with this. Go ahead. He should get other kickers that have missed huge kicks in NFL history. Like yeah. Billy Cundiff can join the show. Create a group. Remember that kick with the, uh, the Raven Patriot AFC title game? I stole him. That's right. Me off. That's right. And get a bunch of loser kickers. And I don't mean losers. You know, yeah, they're, they're great losers. Guys. He lives in Newport Beach, California. They had loser like. moments, yes. right? Yep, yep. And just talk, talk about it. Talk about failure. Talk about life. I'd listen to that pod. I, that's a good TV show, too. Thank you gotta, you. You gotta, and you do it around like food. Like, we all get together for a meal, like the party, the dinner for five, you know, the John Favreau type thing. Yep. And you talk to people who have suffered terrible sports losses. Right, it's sports losses. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's nothing tragic. Yeah, it's no. just this. It happened bad. Hey, yes, you know, I missed when the I kick. I missed my kick. Yeah. Oh, well, when I missed my kick. And then they could start arguing. My kick was worse. And then this guy said, blah, 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 blah. Hey, that could be fascinating. Did you see Des Bryant uh, put out a tweet today? What he he goes, about? I made the catch in today in history. <laughs> That's the uh, Green Bay Packers Dallas Cowboy game. He goes, for the record, I made the catch. Yes, he did make the catch. I think yeah. so too. He got screwed, but they uh, they got lucky in the game against Detroit the week before when uh, the Listen, Lions got screwed. I said this to you on Monday. This is not being predict predicting anything crazy. It's going to happen. Someone's going to get screwed this weekend. There's going to be a play. We're all going to talk about it. Every TV show, Talking Heads, going to go crazy about it. We're going to want to change the rules. There's going to be something that happens. 
that's going to cause all of us to go nuts because that's the NFL. That's the world we live in. Now, hopefully it's not the giant Viking game. I don't think anybody wants to lose on a bad call. You win on a bad call, no problem. It's fine. It happens. You move on. But you don't want your season ending on a horrific call, and it will for somebody. You can just feel it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.